Hey, it's Melaine Lee, and you found your way to the Divine Goddess Revolution podcast. This podcast is no ordinary podcast. It is for women looking to thrive, not just survive. It's for women looking to learn how to really unlock and unleash that divine light within so that they can rock their inner goddess on a daily basis. The experts will be featured from all over the world, supporting you in becoming that badass divine goddess that you were born to be. Super excited about this next guest on this episode. Judy is someone that I met on my journey around the world. Actually, I met her on the beginning of the journey around the world when I first was living in Kauai. I got to meet her and her husband, Jules, and her beautiful daughter, Wilder. And she is just an amazing woman. She's a modern mystic storyteller who uses the power of writing to manifest a limitless life. And she does so through different modalities, which is, you know, mastermind groups, private sessions, live events. And she's also written a book called Meditation for Mamas, which I think is so helpful, especially as mothers, to really find our own rhythm and balance. And meditation has helped me massively. But I'm really excited to have her here because aside from her, you know, success as success as an entrepreneur is really to hear about her story and how she's overcome postpartum depression and has really been able to create a beautiful relationship with her daughter and so many other things. So I'm really just excited to have this real and raw conversation with her and I hope that it supports you as well. Here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Judy. So excited to have you here today. Oh, excited to be here. Thank you. Mm, You're welcome. And, you know, I just love, I keep saying this on each of the episodes, but I'm just selfishly excited because I've I've been learning so much from all the, you know, moms and obviously you're a mom and an entrepreneur and I'm learning so much from each person that's sharing on so many levels, whether it's personal, motherhood, business. And I'm excited for you to share a little bit about your journey because I know it's a pretty powerful story. And, you know, I know myself and I was just sharing with you offline, I was for the first month and maybe a few days, I was in a pretty messy space and really scared and and quite in a, a place of the unknown, not knowing if I would come out of it, not knowing if I would ever be inspired to want to work again. So it was quite scary. And I know that your journey might have been a little bit longer than mine. And, and I, I don't say that in like judgment of like how long it takes, but I knew for me after have going through that, I'm like, God, I need to connect with more women because women need support around these emotional ups and downs as a mother. Do you want to share a little bit about just your story? Because I think it in general is pretty powerful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, my journey was definitely longer than yours. And I think that for anyone that's listening <laughs> to this, <yeah. laughs> I want women to understand that it's totally okay and that I didn't know until I spoke with a postpartum expert. She actually recently published a book with Hay House called um, The Fourth Trimester. I think that's what it's called. I'll have to double check on that. But her name is Kimberly Ann Johnson and she worked as a doula and as a 
they called her vagina chiropractor. She does like the massage of your vagina from like the inside out. And she had been a yogi and everything for a really long time. And she was telling me when I went to go see her that the postpartum phase lasts between up, like up to five years after you have your baby. Um, oftentimes it's like a three to five year mark. So it's not just like the first six months or the first nine months or anything after that. And so my postpartum depression actually didn't really hit until I was until my daughter was about two. And at that point, I had like suicidal depression. I had very much like undiagnosed, undiagnosed depression and undiagnosed just hormonal imbalance and all of these things. And so it was a really intense journey. And, I, and you and I met when we were, when I, well, I think you met Wilder then when we were living on Kauai. Mm-hmm. And when we moved to Austin, everybody that I meet, they're like, where did you come from? And I'm like, oh, I came from Hawaii. And they'd say, why the hell would you ever leave Hawaii to come to Texas? And my my story was that, you know, I had such PTSD after, like from being so sick during the time that I was pregnant, because I suffered from hypermitsis gravidarum. So I was sick the entire nine months, basically. And then from that point afterwards, um, having such severe depression that I just couldn't even handle like the smell of a flower or the way that the sun was or anything like that. I just needed a whole change of scenery. So it was quite the journey, <laughs> quite the journey. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Actually, I read that book from front to back before I had my son, the fourth trimester. Really, really, really powerful book. And, you know, so much information in there that I don't really think we in the Western world are educated on as women. You know, I I mean, Mm -hmm. quite frankly, we're not educated on much as a mother, except for the idea that, you know, we're supposed to love it. It's supposed to be great. And it's the greatest love you'll ever know. Your heart will explode open. And that's about it. I mean, mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. that's, you know, all that I really was privy to. And so it's, it's really wild that it actually could take, you know, three to five years to walk this journey, not to like scare anyone, but also to, you know, invite people if they might feel a different sort of way that they're not alone in this. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the, and I love what you're doing, like having these honest conversations, because one of the honest conversations that I had the benefit of having was with my um, husband's sister who had two kids already and told me like, you know, it's totally okay if you don't bond with your child right away. That's totally okay. And having someone mm-hmm. tell me that was just so helpful because no one ever talks about that kind of stuff. <laughs> they talk about like, yeah, you, you, you know, your heart bursts open and stuff. And I had a friend who had like the picture perfect pregnancy in terms of like she was glowing, everything was easy, like all of this stuff. And she gave birth right before I did. And it just so happened that her family was there and they recorded, you know, part of the birth, like the audio and stuff like that. And so she had that prototypical response of like bursting into tears the second that, you know, she held her baby, like what you see on TV all the time. And then Mm. for me, when I gave birth, they were like, uh, are you okay? Like, do you need to like get on the bed? They were just like, they thought that I was a little bit in shock because I didn't have that same kind of reaction. I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's different for every woman. And in talking to you and seeing, you know, and what we were talking about offline of um, the different women and their different stories, I think one of the things that really came about that was so great was that, um, you know, it caused, it inspired me to write a book that's on Amazon called Meditations for Mamas, like just to really share these vignettes and then these affirmations. And then it also inspired me to really move into that entrepreneurial journey more than ever before because I needed to find my identity again. And it wasn't in doing the same kind of work that I was doing before. So it really 
spurred me to devote all of my energy in redefining who I was and what it is that I wanted to do. So like so many of us on our spiritual paths and our life journeys, we often find all of these great blessings and these huge blessings in what seems like a very challenging experience at the time. But yeah, in no way is anybody alone or off or weird if they don't have the experience that they've seen on television and in the movies. Yeah, and I think often that most of the experience of life are not actually what they appear in the movies or the books or the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so it's really important to decondition ourselves from what we might see out there. Right. Absolutely. (laughs) And I Mm. wish that more cultures um, did, you know, what was written in the fourth trimester and all these other books about really finding that tribe and that community, giving yourself the 30 days after you have the baby to be with yourself, to allow yourself to come back into being or to, you know, redefine what you're doing without a lot of external input, without like just allowing yourself to be and to be in that journey. It's funny because you're in such a vulnerable place and potentially very impressionable that after I had Wilder, she I felt amazing. Like physically, I felt incredible. And my doula came over and gave me a massage. Another friend came over and gave me a massage. And I felt really great. And it was in the other people who thought that they were being very kind and considerate and saying things like, you shouldn't be getting up right now, or you shouldn't be doing this, or you shouldn't be doing that, or like, why are you not doing this? And all of that input started to make me question, you know, who I like, oh, am I not doing the right thing? And especially if you're a first time mom, you're just so open to any sort of insight because you're totally new at this. And so I think mm-hmm. really encouraging women to to trust yourself. And if it feels good, and you know, like from a soul level, if it feels good versus, versus if it's just a superficial kind of feel good, but if it feels good for mm-hmm. you and it's your path, then, then that's really important to honor. Yeah. It's funny because um, I think it was four or five days after giving birth, I went to the mall, but it's not like a huge mall over here. New Zealand's much mm-hmm. smaller in comparison to anything in the U.S. So it's just mm-hmm. like a few shops. And I went because I needed some new bras. And I remember my mother was telling the lady at the counter, oh, yeah, my daughter just gave birth a few days ago. And we're just getting a couple bras for her. And my mom also wanted me to get like a few nighties and tank tops because she's like, you get to feel good. You get to feel mm. sexy in your body. And mm. let's just get a couple of pieces that would really make you feel yummy inside your skin mm-hmm. right now, which mm-hmm. I thought was such a, I mean, especially my mother and I, our relationship has had its ups and downs. So like the fact that she was really highlighting this part, I thought was so important. Mm. And this woman was so judgmental. She was like, what are you doing out? Why would you be out? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm like, come on lady. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, And I think that that's a lesson, you know, throughout life, especially if you're an entrepreneur that, they're going to have flack. I mean, I know with your story too, a lot of people told you like, what are you doing? You know, what are you mm-hmm. thinking of? And like all that kind of stuff. And it's a really great opportunity each time, I think, to reframe it and to stand more in your purpose and more in who you are and to really stand up for the people who don't really have a voice, who might not be as strong to be able to move forward in that way. I think that's really important. So, you know, us standing up for ourselves and being like, whatever, have your ideas. <laughs> it's not relevant. <laughs> 
Yeah, totally. I'm like, listen, lady, my my breasts feel like Dolly Parton's size at this moment. I need something to support them. You know, but like, even that would have been would have been like a great you know segue before getting into this act. You know, postpartum is like, you know what? Your boobs are going to feel huge at some point. They're going to feel like there's rocks in them. They're going to feel really hard. They're going to feel hot. They're going to feel uncomfortable. And you're not dying. You're okay. Like this is what you need to do. And like all of that was really scary. And no one had ever, ever shared those pieces. Yeah. No one shared any of the bits that like the midwives and the doulas were like talking about as like pregnancy kept going on. I was like, excuse me. I'm sorry. What now? <laughs> like what happened? Yeah. What yeah. is it? I'm about? <laughs> yeah. So, so I think that, um, and you know, like there are definitely. I know that my husband was telling me about one of his friends who she had to give her son over to her parents to have them watch over him for a while. Cause even like two years afterwards, she was still really having a hard time bonding. And I think that mm-hmm. um, there are going to be other people in your life who are going to have a different experience than you. So, you know, with my husband, he bonded with our daughter right away. And that did not happen for me. Like it really took me some time. And especially like you said, I did not have the best relationship with my mom. So there's so much of parenting that brings up a lot of unresolved issues potentially, or like, you know, just is, it's just a huge growing process, I think. But one of the ways that I think that I liked it being described the most that felt most resonant for me was after having a kid, you feel like you discovered a room in your house that you never knew existed. So it doesn't feel like completely random but at the same time you're like wait how did this show up here I'm just I've never seen it before that was a really uh sweet way I thought of putting it you know yeah finding a new room that's for sure Mm -hmm. definitely (laughs) finding a new room I mean that room was hidden and you know it's funny (laughs) because (laughs) I mean I, I really do love being a mother but yeah I haven't when I had Jack I mean it was a beautiful moment but I think like the anticipation of what everyone said it was supposed to be kind of ruined the moment that mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. yeah I mean it was beautiful yeah. but I, I didn't feel that like kaboom explosion <sighs> oh my god I'm gonna die you know yeah I'm, like, I'm fucking really hungry I'm really exhausted is he gonna sleep because I just need to go back to sleep <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And I'm glad that you're like saying these things because I just, I really feel like the more that we can normalize the conversation, then the better it's going to be. And I mean, shit, you've just created a whole organ <laughs> that then sustained life in your body. And then you gave birth to yeah. all of it. And it's like, what? I wish that the world would like stop and enjoy that a bit more because it's both so miraculous and then so mundane at the same time since everybody does you know it seems like everybody does it everybody had to come from somewhere so it just Mm -hmm. seems like uh, it's both of those things all at once but yeah and you know I feel like one of the really key things is with the postpartum depression I mean I suffered from depression when I was in college and I had had an eating disorder for many many years and so I knew what the shadow side of things looked like. I knew like, you know, how hard things could get. But I feel like postpartum depression is so, so substantially different than than any other kind of depression that you could have because you've just gone through this massive transformation that 
when I went to go see um, our pediatrician, um, we were living on Kauai, and when I went to go see him, this was about when Wilder was around six months old. So my breast milk production started to go down. And one of the questions that the pediatrician asked was, how are you feeling? Because obviously, if you're really stressed out, it impacts your breast milk production and all of that kind of stuff. And he asked me this question, and my immediate response was, I just wanted to burst out into tears right in front of him. But I had been trained for so long to keep it together and to like hold it together and be strong that I would not admit to this healthcare practitioner who was asking me, you know, point blank, how are you doing? And I couldn't even acknowledge to him, like, well, actually, I'm just kind of really losing it. And like, I don't know what's going on. So I think that, you know, being brave to open up, even if that's not your inclination, is really, really important. And then, you know, understanding that postpartum depression isn't like anything else, because his quote to me was, you've just gone through the biggest physiological change that you will ever go through in your entire life. So your hormones are off, like all of these things are off. It's okay. And I think that having Mm -hmm. that as like a reminder too, like your hormones, there's so many other things that are just completely out of whack and you're sleep deprived, which is a very real thing. And you're like, you know, responsible for another human being. And so there's a lot of stuff that's happening that makes postpartum depression very, very different. And if any of the women that are listening to this feel like they have to get on medication, I am not at all. I'm like a super holistic person. But at the time when I had my severe bout of it, that had I not gone on medication, there would have been no way that I could have gotten through it to the other side. I mean, I tried. I tried all the other methods. And thankfully, it was because my husband's uh, father is a doctor and a doctor who very much is all about like cranial sacral, homeopathy, like all of these things. He's a very successful doctor who integrates both. And he intuitively felt like something was wrong. So he reached out to Jules and he was like, is everything with Judy okay? And my husband is usually like super optimistic and very much like everything's okay, even in the, like if things are hard or whatever. And then his dad called again two days later and said, I'm just checking in. Like, are you sure everything's okay? And that's when Jules finally opened up and was like, no, actually everything's like, crazy right now. I don't know what to do. And his dad said, she needs to go see a specialist specifically about postpartum depression. And I know her, she's going to want to get acupuncture and do the natural like route and all of that stuff. It is no longer the time for that. Like he's like, this is so severe that her brain chemistry has changed and you have to get on the right medication to get her back, get her brain chemistry back on track. So Mm -hmm. for anybody who's like considering that, like absolutely talk to different experts, find what's like right for you. But there's no shame in like doing that. It got me to a place where I could be steady and stable again. And then later I had that practitioner tell me like, well, I think you should stay on medication for life. Like all the studies are showing it's great for Alzheimer's and all that stuff. And at the point, like, I think it was a year later by that time that, um, you know, I felt much more stable and strong in my life that when they said that, I was, that didn't resonate with me anymore. So then I went and found the natural homeopathic route to really supplement so that I could get off of the medication and I could get, off, get it off with a practitioner who could help me navigate that. But again, like trust your own intuition. And yet, if you do need extra support, there's nothing wrong with that. I think this is such a great message, Judy. And like, thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing with us this way, because I know that so many women, especially myself, like I had a lot of judgment around not doing things the holistic, natural, homeopathy way, which is what I'm all about. And when, you know, I get sick or my children get sick and et cetera, that's the way we go. But, you know, for me as well, 
when I was giving birth to Jack, we were actually supposed to give birth at a birthing center. And 17 hours into my labor, um, intuitively what came up to me was go to the hospital, mm. go to the hospital. And that wasn't our plan. I conditioned and trained Ryan, my fiance, to say, no, like we're not doing mm. that. Mm-hmm. And so he really fought me on it. And I was like, mm. no, I'm telling you, this is what my intuition is telling me in this moment. And mm. I ended up getting an epidural, I think, at like 21 hours in or something mm-hmm. like that. And that was not my plan. And I'm not someone that usually goes towards the like medical route. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really important that women release the judgment on that because I had a lot of shame and guilt around that after mm-hmm. it happened. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm this or I'm that. But I really believe that for me, it was the best decision I made. I, I actually went into my labor. It's a very long story, but like I went right into my labor on no sleep. So I was going mm. like 48 hours of no sleep. And I just, mm. I, I felt like I was going to break. And like mm-hmm. I, in that moment, when I felt that, I looked down at my phone and one of my girlfriends had messaged me and said, I just want to let you know that if you need to get an epidural, give yourself the permission to do it. Mm. Wow. And she had no idea that I was in labor. We hadn't mm-hmm. talked. And she had no idea that, like, I was or I wasn't. But she just said, hey, I, you know, like, essentially it was like, hey, not sure when you're going to go into labor, but I know I never shared my birthing story with you. And I know there's a lot of judgment around it, but I just want to let you know that, like, if that's the decision you decide that it's okay. That's amazing. I'm so glad mm-hmm. she sent that to you. And I feel like isn't that the message that we're just trying to give ourselves all the time for anything that we want to do or anything that we want to feel? And it's just like, <laughs> you have permission to like, you know, do this. And I also want to say that with all of this like consciousness stuff and all of this, the motherhood journey this past week, we were visiting my parents and, you know, I've done a lot of work on myself. I've been through a lot of therapy, done like a whole <laughs> yoga teaching route with a Reiki master, like all this stuff. And still, when I got back and I spent time with my family in their home, I saw exactly like me engaging in behaviors that I couldn't believe were so reflective of the way that my parents are, even though I've done all this work. And so Mm. along this journey of like raising our children in this like consciousness uh, realm that, you know, to really reach out and talk about it and like normalize a lot of things. And then one of the best resources that I found recently is Dr. Shafali Tabari. I think it's how you pronounce her name, but she has books called The Awakened Family and like Conscious Parenting. And I've loved the things that she's, she's been saying in those books. I mean, not even just for like, if you're a parent, this is, you know, what you should do, but just for ourselves as people parenting ourselves along this journey is so important. So, so much of what she says can just be resonant like in so many different ways and really being present to what's happening right now. And I think that you did that during your birth, you know, being present with what you needed right then and there. And a lot of what she says that the whole like core premise of conscious parenting, and she's like, if you take nothing else away from my book, this is the one thing I want you to get. Society continues to encourage us to be future focused. Who is this person going to grow up into? How are they going to show up as a person in society? Like, you know, oh, you better make sure you're doing this right now because in the future, that's going to happen instead of being present. And conscious parenting is all about just being present right here, right now. What's happening and unfolding in the moment, not only for my child, but like what's unfolding for me in this moment that I need to take a step back and just be like, okay, I was really just super triggered right there or I was 
very shocked at how I just showed up or, oh, that's interesting, you know, and adapting your parenting for what you need in that moment instead of what you think you want them to become in the future. Because the best gift I think that any of us could give ourselves and to our children is this permission, like we've been talking about, to just be ourselves, to be wholly ourselves and to be completely loved. Because the undercurrent of that message of trying to morph them into something else is you're not good enough and you're not meeting my expectations. And I know I was raised like that and mine wasn't even an undercurrent. It was like a strong ass current, like a full center. (laughs) So yeah. 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 This is a powerful message. I think that I can agree with you more in that like children. Oh my God. When, when I was growing up, it was like children should be seen, not heard. And I'm like, well, that was really indicative of what my entire life, you know, and hence, a breeding ground for so many different addictions and disorders and and on and on. And I think that, you know, it's just about, yeah, being really present with our children. And I love this message to all these messages are so applicable to like the working world as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and being present when you're working. And something I was just talking about to someone else is that like, I don't feel guilty when I'm working and I also don't feel guilty when I'm with my son and I'm not working mm-hmm. because I give each its time and its place and its presence, you know, like my, mm-hmm. my presence to it. So I don't have mm-hmm. to feel guilty. And yeah, just like enjoying those small moments. It's like, we can do the best we can. And you know what? Our kids still might end up in therapy and like, yeah, exactly. you know, and, and we did the best we could. <laughs> exactly. So, we just don't know. We just don't know. It's like if my if if you and I didn't have these different lives or experiences, we might not be the women we are today. We might not be driven to be entrepreneurs or be driven to inspire others and things like that. Like I, I sure wouldn't have a you know a the strength or the courage that I have today. Mm-hmm. You know, have having mm-hmm. gone through all that. And so I think that yeah, it's just. I think you're so right. It's like, and when we're future projecting anyway, it just gets us into worry and anxiety and we don't even know what the future has in store. We really don't. Yeah. And in this moment, this was one, a huge aha moment that I had in therapy was I was sitting there with my therapist and she was saying something. And then all of a sudden I had this realization, oh my God, in this moment, I'm okay. Like all of the stuff that we're talking about, all of my past stuff and like all the stuff with our families and stuff. Yeah, that already happened and it created a lot of wounds potentially. But in this moment right here, I'm safe. And in this moment, I'm okay. And all of our future moments are just made of this moment right here, right now. So when I was teaching yoga too, I would really encourage students to drop into your breath because when you really bring all of your attention to your inhale and your exhale, you automatically get dropped into the present moment. And more than just like letting all of the other stresses go, it just really reminds you like, oh, in this moment where your listeners are sitting there listening to this right now, in this moment, they're okay. Like this moment, they're safe. You know, this moment they're breathing, this moment, like they have their needs met, like the basic needs. So right now you're okay. And I think that that's helpful when you get like real crazy, <laughs> when you get real crazy with like parenting and like motherhood. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, one of the best things that my friend said to me was, and this too shall pass. And I was like, Oh my God. Cause like there are definitely those moments where you're like dealing with your kid and you're like, ah, and uh, then you just remind yourself, well, this too shall pass. 
So like all of the great things that are happening, you know, like that's going to, it's fleeting and that's why it's so um, meaningful to enjoy it in the present moment. And then when you're going through a really hard time, it's going to pass too. Yeah. I've heard that saying before. It's, it's a good one. It's a good one. And it, yeah, it's so right. You know, I was just on a walk yesterday with my son and I was also walking with my friend and I just was like, ah, uh, like literally as I'm walking, I'm like, ah, uh, like I kept doing in and out. And she's like, yeah, it feels so good to just breathe. Hey. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it just brings you back to that moment. And you're so right. It's like in this moment, we're all good, especially if you're listening to this podcast. You have the means to do so. You're all right. You're That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, and anybody who's listening, you know, you know, you have two women on your side, so at least two. Yeah, definitely more. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think you know it's the same thing even as like an entrepreneur because we go through these ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs and peaks and valleys, and it's like. I really sometimes before I take any action in business, I'm like, okay, where is this coming from? Fear mm-hmm. or faith? And mm-hmm. in this moment, like all is well, even though it might not like appear to be that way. Mm-hmm. I just ask myself, like, do you have enough to eat today? Just today, mm-hmm. not like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Today, do you have enough? Mm-hmm. Do you have a roof over your head? Yes. Do you have enough to eat today? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you know you're all right? You're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like, that quote from the movie, um, I can't even remember the title right now, but it's like, everything will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. Like, oh, mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Um, and celebrate yourself throughout this journey. If you are a mom, like go mm. out and do not just like the self-care, like I'm going to get pampered and stuff like that. But like, um, I have a friend who's an amazing photographer and she specializes in photographing families and moms and entrepreneurs and all that. And this one day she asked me, we were getting ready to move out of Austin um, to Taiwan. And she was like, Hey, can, do you want to just do like a quick photo shoot? Like a, it'll be a mother's day gift to you. And you know, so it's super sweet. And she showed me the images and I fell in love with them right away. And, um, you know, it took all of 20 minutes. We went to go get ice cream, me and my daughter, and she just took photos of us getting ice cream. And later when she sent the images to me, because this woman is a single mom of five children, five, (laughs) she said, she was like, the reason I like doing this for moms is because so much of motherhood is, you know, like you just have to be on all the time. And it's not really necessarily like it's rewarding, but it's not hugely like you can't see, you know, all of the impact that you're making, all the positive impact and you're just giving and giving, you know, putting so much into it. And she's like, these images remind you why you're doing it and how amazing it is, like how you are showing up, how there are such beautiful moments. So mm. that was like lovely. So yeah, do something like that. Mm. You know, just remind yourself like, I am doing a good job. I am showing up and doing a good job. And it never gets mm. old to tell another mama, like you are doing amazing. It never gets old. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I, and I think that that's so important to celebrate not only in our motherhood and, but also, you know, as entrepreneurs, because both journeys are very courageous to Mm -hmm. work on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One one alone is courageous. Both (laughs) together is like. Uh, Yes. Both of them are the best personal development courses you could ever have signed up for. Yeah. You ain't kidding. That's (laughs) definitely true. It's definitely true. (laughs) 
Oh, well, thank you so much for being here today and sharing some of your wisdom and just how you really are, you know, on the other side of it all and doing everything, you know, like doing the do and, and enjoying your life, you know, and where can the ladies find you if they want to connect with you and learn more about what you're up to? Yeah, definitely. Um, come find me at wildheartedwords.com. I'm all about using the power of writing to create the life that you want to have and doing it for your children as well. So really using the power of the words that you're telling yourself and the power of the stories that you're telling the world. So come visit the website and learn how to be more wildly you. And um, I mean, I love it so much. My daughter's named Wilder. So (laughs) it's very much a part of my life. (laughs) But thank you so much. And I I'm just such so honored to be in motherhood along with you and to be part of this mama tribe together. So thank you. You're so welcome. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's really every time um, someone, when I first gave birth, messaged me and said, welcome to the tribe of warriors. Like mm. this really sweet message. And so now every time, you know, since having Jack, a couple of my friends have given birth and I just kind of have shared the same message just because it really had warmed and touched my heart. And everyone always responds, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who tell me about this? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> well, thank you yeah. so much. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. So great having you here. And Everyone listening in, thank you so, so, so much for joining. Until next time, wishing you an amazing day. Bye for now. hope you guys enjoyed that episode please remember to rate and review us and you can find us at malanely.com and anything you ever need don't hesitate to reach out my door is always open just email me malane at malanely.com bye for now